Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Family owned and operated since 1972. Sevcheck Service Center, 2200 Longmire, just down from the post office in College Station. It's all Willie Wednesday. Thanks for joining us. This portion of the program brought to you by Superior Air Repair. Looking out our window here, it looks like a dystopian Brazos Valley. A dark, bleak, cold landscape with few people moving around. We're going to try to keep you a little bit warm and semi-entertained for the next couple of hours. Uh, We will do our best. Uh, Coming up, we'll hear from a couple of Aggie baseball players, Bryce Blum and Will Frizzell. Uh, Scott Clendenin is going to be here. We'll have some topics. And we think Harold Presley is going to join us um, via very unique uh, system. So we'll see how that works out at the bottom of the second hour. Um, There's all kinds of alerts and things going on. And if you were listening to Bill Oliver a couple of minutes ago, you know all about them, including the Code Maroon on campus because of water supply, um, water wells, widespread leaks in campus resulting in critically low levels of water supplies. So be aware of that, uh, and we'll keep you updated on other things that are going on. The weather continues to play havoc with basketball schedules the A&M game, which was already moved from tonight to tomorrow afternoon, has been postponed. LSU at Ole Miss, Mississippi State at Auburn have also been postponed. Uh, the Texas-Oklahoma game has been moved about 17 times. It's been postponed. Texas Tech and TCU, the same thing. It has also been postponed. Uh, The Aggie baseball team will be part of nine televised games as part of the SEC package this year, Uh, 59 baseball games, uh, part of the over 76 games planned, including ESPN's network. The first Aggie game will be at number one Florida March 18th at 6 o'clock. Um, home games against Georgia, the Texas game on March 30th. I mean, that's that's not a big deal. Uh, April 25th at home uh, will give you an idea of some of the baseball games that will be part of the television coverage. They're supposed to be playing a State Farm College baseball showdown tournament at the ballpark in Arlington. Uh, They have moved the start of that one back one day from Friday to Saturday. Mississippi State and Texas set to kick off the tournament Saturday morning at 11. Remember, the stadium is indoors. I'm guessing they don't have heat at that stadium. I, I don't know that for a fact. 
They put a roof on it because they don't want people sweating in August and they have air conditioning. I don't know about the heating system, but, uh, you know, I remember, I remember when it was at Min- this tournament was at Minute Maid, uh, and it got a little chilly down there during February. Mississippi State and Texas, Mississippi, TCU, and Arkansas at Texas Tech scheduled for the first day on Saturday. Uh, Cody Allen, the career leader in saves and relief appearances for the Cleveland Indians, has retired Uh, Allen had signed a minor league deal with the Rangers before the 2020 season. I guess he's thinking, if the only team that wants me is the Rangers, and that's a minor league deal, I should probably just step away. Allen saved 149 games for the Indians, uh, was acquired uh, in a trade uh, in 2018, was 0-2 with four saves in 25 appearances for the Angels in 2019. Uh, big upset at the Australian Open overnight. Stefano Tsitsipas rallied from two sets down to beat Rafa Nadal 3-6, 2-6, 7-6, 6-4, and 7-5. He became just the third player to come back from a two-set deficit against Nadal and the second in a Grand Slam event to do that. The fifth-seeded Greek will face number four, Daniil Medvedev, in the semifinals. Novak Djokovic plays at 2.30 a.m. this morning against unseeded Aslan Karatsev in the other semifinal uh, the 34-year-old Nadal was ousted in the quarterfinals for the third time in four years. On the women's side, world number one Ash Barty knocked out after being upset in the quarters by number 25 seed Carolina Mukova, 1-6-6-3 and 6-2. Mukova will face 22nd seed Jennifer Brady, who rallied to beat her fellow American Jessica Pegula, 4-6-6-2 and 6-1. And again, we will have our tennis expert Scott Tribley on the show Friday afternoon to talk a little bit about the Australian Open. Uh, Also tomorrow, we're going to hear how this cold weather has affected Fish along the Texas coast, and that is not a pretty picture. Uh, we'll have our GNW Electric Outdoor Edition tomorrow on the program. We'll have a high school report as well tomorrow. Kirk Bowles will join us on the show on Friday. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back after the final lap, brought to you by Anco Insurance. Does your car insurance have accident forgiveness, a vanishing deductible, or coverage for new car replacement or electronic lock and key replacement? These are just a few of the many specialty coverages Anco Insurance can provide through our network of major insurance companies. We can help you decide how much coverage is right for you and find you the most competitive rates. Do more with your auto insurance. Visit Anco today at 1111 Briarcrest Drive in Bryan or call us at 776-ANCO. The final lap with Kerry Murphy is on. is on. Michael McDowell had 357 Cup Series starts without a win. Cup Series start number 358. 
He won the Daytona 500. Not bad for his very first. How crazy is that? Um, yeah, I mean, it's you guys all know it's 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 been a tough road for me, and um, I've had had to spend a lot of years grinding it out. But you know, I finally have felt like this last four years, you know, been just been more competitive and and greater opportunities with front row and Bob Jenkins and. You know, Daytona has been so good to us that we've, you know, we've been in the top 10, we've been in the top five, we've been close. And, you know, last lap, there's been times where I've made the wrong, wrong choice and wrong lane and pushed the wrong guy. And um, it's just so hard to get in position and, and to, to do it and, you know, to, to get my first cup win at Daytona. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. I'm just so thankful, thankful for everybody that just has allowed me to do it. It's, you know, it's not been an easy road and, and there's been lots of years where I was wondering what the heck am I doing and, and why am I doing it? And, um, I always knew that if you just kept grinding that, you know, one day everything will line up and it'll go right. And, um, but as you get further into it, you just don't know. Um, so I'm just, just thankful, very thankful to everybody that made it possible. The final this week at Macy's, get ready for a spring refresh with an extra 20% off with your coupon or Macy's card. Or check out amazing specials like Levi's Jeans for All, now 30 to 40% off. New Kids and Baby Looks, 50% off. And 1,250 thread count four-piece sheet sets, just $39.99. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. You went online to switch your car insurance to Progressive so you could save money. But then you saw a friend request from an old summer camp buddy. And now here you are, clicking through photos of his kickball team from 2011. Oh, looks like they won the championship that year. Then he moved to Tulsa. Oh, a new tattoo. Yes, they said it was easy to save hundreds on car insurance with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates National Average Savings by New Customer Survey who saved in 2019. The silence is unusually loud tonight. The strange sound of nothing fills my ears. Then night rushes in like a crowd of nights and the ghost of our old love appears. Thanks for joining us. Glad to have you with us on this Wednesday. All my days are messed up. I'm not sure why. It's just, uh, you know, some people aren't able to work and we weren't here on Monday, and that kind of messed things up, and, and it just seems like everything is in slow motion because we're all waiting for the sun to come out and the weather to get above freezing, which could possibly happen Friday, uh, more likely Saturday. So we'll believe it when we see it. Uh, we've got... Another little front coming in uh, tonight, overnight. Uh, light snow and sleet possible. And tomorrow night, down to 17. And those of you who are without heat, I'm with you. 
At the Howard household, we're, we have settled into a nice little pattern of five hours without electricity and about 45 minutes with electricity. Just about the time we get warmed up, it's, it's cut off again. So fortunately, we got wood in the fireplace. And, um, you know, I know there's other people that are much worse. And I know now pipes are beginning to break. There's all kinds of water issues for homes and businesses. And that is obviously not pleasant. Scott Clendenin will be here in about 15 minutes. Right now, we're going to hear from a couple of baggy baseball players. Bryce Blum is going to be the first one, one of the key guys returning this year. The team is still scheduled to host Xavier for three games this weekend, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I'm just going to say take a blanket Friday night. That's, that's just, a, uh, it's just a suggestion on my part. Here's Bryce Blum from Zoom call yesterday, I think. Bryce, how uh, with all the snow and ice on the ground, how has that changed that you guys have had to prepare for you know, your first game on Friday, but obviously Monday, Tuesday, not as Right. Um, last week we had to go live at bats in the cages on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, which is the first time since I've been here that we've ever had to do something like that. But Coach Childress has done a great job making sure that we're getting the work in any way possible. And we got to see live arms. We got to have real at bats, game situations in the cages because we have a hit tracks machine that does your exit velocity and if it's a hit or not. So just the technology and the facilities that we have, we're really blessed for to just stay prepared. Do you guys feel like you'll be ready for, for Friday if, if and when that game time actually comes around? Absolutely. Our team's a bunch of older guys. We prepared as a full group. The freshmen are up to speed. All the new guys are up to speed. And I think, I think we're very prepared. Hey, Bryce, uh, going back all the way to 2013, I think, obviously, history there. You've only lost one opening day game. And, and then besides that, a lot of the opening series, you've swept them, uh, especially since your time here. Well, what do you attribute that hot starts to like that? I attribute it to the, the culture that Coach Childress have established that the players have bought into. Um, our preparations from day one, we're going to be prepared right away. We're going to be ready to throw down with anybody in the country, and it speaks volumes to how great Coach Childress has done here, the culture he's established, and just not taking a day off, having that opening day feeling. Obviously, you're going to have a lot of butterflies, and just knowing that you can go back to your preparation that you've done for the past eight months or however long it was just for that day. And we saw a lot of runs from you guys last year before the season was halted. Uh, obviously, another year with, with the hitting coaches, Coach Kaye, Coach Seeley. Uh, what's this opposite, uh, offense capable of, bud? I think we have the capability to be the best offense in the country. Um, the pieces that we have coming back, some freshmen that have come in, are great pieces that we can add to the lineup. We just have so much depth with this team. It's, it's incredible. There's probably 15 or 16 hitters that are going to go out there and could compete and have a great at-bat. And It's something since I've been here that we really haven't had that much depth. So if a guy is struggling one day, you can throw somebody else in and pick up his slack. So I think we just have so many strong suits. And Coach Kaye, Coach Pennington, and Coach Sealy have done a great job implementing what they wanted to achieve that everybody sold out and bought into it. Yeah, Bryce, you talked about having to kind of go go in the cages, do some live hitting in the cages. For you as a player, what kind of difference is there between that and, and hitting on the field, if there is much at all? I just think it's the ball flight because um, you could be in the cage, and you all obviously know what a cage bomb is. You think you catch one, but in, re- re- in reality it's going 300 feet, and the left fielder's catching it. 
So it's just, it's a little bit different, but thankfully we have an indoor that allows us to get that live arms. And that's the main thing is just getting the timing against live pitching and staying ready and not having to take the day off because we don't have an indoor facility that we can go do that. Hey Bryce, uh, uh, Travis Brown here. Um, What uh, coach mentioned a little bit about with potential for, for, for COVID contact tracing and stuff like that. Y'all have been, uh, working different guys out at some different places, maybe more than usual. What's that been like uh, seeing different guys, knowing that you're going to have to develop a little more depth potentially in some different places just because of the circumstances? I think Frizz's answer hit it right on the head. It's it's cool to see the game from a different perspective. It's it's cool to know like a cutoff, for example, a third baseman might go to a different spot than a second baseman or a shortstop would. And just I think the baseball IQ and learning the game from different areas of the field will really benefit us in the long run because obviously this year is going to be different than what we expect and injuries happen still. I mean, we can't discount that. Obviously COVID's the biggest thing, but injuries will happen. It's a long season. So knowing that we have multiple guys that are comfortable at many positions is, is huge for us. And what has it been like for, for you as one of the older guys coming back, um, being able to mentor some of these freshmen, like, like uh, Frizzell said, um, who, who didn't get that typical uh, summer, didn't get to paint a house to start things out, didn't get the, the normal workouts. Thankfully, we have an older group of guys. Um, we know how the coaches want the culture to be. We know how they want it to run, and it's our duty to uphold it and get the freshmen on page as fast as possible. Normally, obviously, we have the summer bridge that Frizz alluded to, and unfortunately, they couldn't do that this summer. But we did everything we could socially distance-wise and being safe to get to know them outside the field too because that's the biggest thing is you can approach somebody when you have a relationship developed with them. If you don't know them very well, they might you might take it the wrong way how they talk to you or vice versa. So just developing that relationship was really the toughest thing. But honestly, I think our group is very close and everybody feels a part of the culture and sold out to everything that we want to achieve. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. Last question. Bryce, what is the excitement level for you and and do you think for this team as you get set for this opening weekend that will it have any more excitement maybe than other ones because of everything you guys have been through? Absolutely, um, 100%. Last year, we felt like we had a very, very strong chance of making a run at a national championship in Omaha. The pieces that we had with the pitching staff, the offense, the way it was producing, just everything combined, we felt like an opportunity that for us to win big was taken away. And now we have so many of those pieces back from that team that it's, all right, let's go get this. We got it. We got that taken away, but now it's our chance to, to go make up for what we thought. You can't have that year back, but we can control what's going to come this year as far as on the field play. That's Bryce Plum, and the game is scheduled for 6.30 Friday evening. You can hear all the games here on The Zone, beginning with Game 1 on Friday. And again, just a, just a suggestion. You don't, have to, uh, you don't have to take me up on it, but I'm just suggesting that maybe you want to take a blanket if you're going to the game Friday night. Uh, we're going to hear from one more, uh, Will Frizzell, primarily DH last year. And as Bryce was talking about, uh, they've experimented with people in different positions just because you don't know when you're going to lose a shortstop or a center fielder if a positive test comes down and somebody's going to have to step in there. Here is Will Frizzell. Hey, well, when I came out and, and uh, shot some pictures of you guys when you were doing the Omaha series, you, you to me, look the most different physically. Tell, tell me about your transformation since last year. 
Um, yeah, I dropped some weight. It was more just to, for myself to just feel more athletic, feel more than just that I could do more than just hit and I could play both sides. And that was a big deal for me just to feel more comfortable. Has it affected your hitting? I don't think, I think it's helped my hitting. Honestly, I feel like I'm in my legs more and I don't I just have more fun being more active. Awesome. You look good. Yeah. Well, just curious uh, with uh, all, all this going on, you know, all the ice and snow as you kind of get ready, tune yourself up for opening weekend. Do you feel like y'all have been able to still do that with, with so many delays and things shut down? Yeah. I mean, it's been a, a different kind of week for sure already. And even with last week being the way it was, but we've, we've got an older team with a lot of experience that has been through a lot of opening weekends and, we know that we're having a team come in that is more used to the ice age that we're in than we are. So, but yeah, we're ready and things went as normal as they could last week. And we're just happy to be together this week and try to get after it. Just curious from a student athlete standpoint, I mean, there, there's some chatter among college baseball and, you know, the national people about possibly moving the season back for you as a player. Would you, would you want that? Or do you kind of like things the way they are? Um, I don't know. I haven't really given it too much thought. I mean, it's a lot different for those teams up north, I know, where they're having to deal with this kind of stuff way more often than we are. Because for us, it's I, I've never, it's my fourth year here and I've never faced anything like what we've had this past week. So I don't know. I haven't really given it too much thought, but I, I like our, the season. I like the cold at the beginning. I like that we start before the big league start because you kind of get to watch all the spring training and on usual years you have those guys working out here getting to pick their brains a lot and it's just a nice thing to have nice tool awesome thanks thank you hey will as you guys have been getting ready for uh for this first game in the last three weeks of practice who would you say got the better of each other the pitchers or the hitters I mean, I'm going to roll with the hitters for sure, but the pitchers, the hitters for sure the first week came out and kind of made a statement. And then the next week, the pitchers kind of started to settle in a little bit more and we really got to see some good arms and it was really exciting to see everybody kind of figuring out their role and really just settling in. It was, it was good to see. And coach just told us that uh, Bryce Miller is going to get to start on Friday. You know, he's replacing a guy like Asa, which is, you know, an impossible task. But are you guys confident that Bryce has the uh, the chops to be that Friday night? Oh, yeah. Bryce works as hard as anybody. And he's got that mentality where there's really nothing that you could say that's really going to bother the guy. He's just a free spirit. And he has a great fastball, just like Asa had. And he's going to attack hitters with it. And I know he's excited for it. And we're all excited for him. Hey, uh, you know, I talked to Coach a little bit about um, uh, with COVID situation, with the potential that some people might have to get quarantined, a lot more cross-training in different positions this year. Is that something that you've seen? And what's that been like to um, have different people doing different things? At, at... Yeah, it, it's different for sure, but it, I think it makes it more fun. You're just kind of getting to – with, with an experienced team like we are, it's nice to see people see the field from so many different eyes. 
like so many different positions. So I think even if I'm sure there'll be hiccups along the way, but even if guys are getting to play their own position all the time, it's still good practice just to see the game from a different, different position. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, with, um, having the super seniors, some of those guys back from last year after that, that short and stuff, and some of you older guys, what, what is that like for those younger guys and what y'all been able to do to kind of mentor and, and, yeah, so it was different for the freshmen a lot because they didn't have the summer to really get settled in and get used to classes. And then with COVID, with everything pretty much being online for all the baseball players, they didn't really get to really put their toe in the water to say during the summer and kind of figure out what their role was going to be with school and with practice and how to manage their time. So they got kind of pushed into the deep end on a culture and just a hardworking program. So it was, it was more tough for them than the older guys, but I think that they'll look back after this year and be very appreciative of everything because of how fast it happened. They didn't really get their whole first year feel, but I think it's good. Last question. Will, what is the excitement level for this team for this particular opening day with everything that you guys have been through? Does it does it seem like the excitement may be even greater than normal? Yeah, the excitement's huge. And to have your season taken away, the it was crazy how much the excitement was for the first fall scrimmage with all these guys. All these guys were just ready to get going and get together and play again. That was the biggest thing. And now we're all extremely excited to play somebody who doesn't wear the same colors as us because we're tired of beating up on each other. It's Will Frizzell. Uh, before that, Bryce Blum. Again, the Aggies getting ready to start the baseball season, we think, at a chilly Olsen field on Friday night. Sevcheck Service Center, speaking of chilly, wants to take care of your car, your truck during this cold weather. It is like it's the cold weather's tough on houses and buildings. It's tough on cars as well, especially electrical systems. You may have already found that out. If your battery is not strong enough, you do not want to be stranded in this kind of weather somewhere. So run by, let them check it, charge it, or replace it. Make sure your tires are in good shape. Um, Make sure you've got um, your oil changed the way it's supposed to. So just simple things, taking care of your car. If you have more serious things wrong, they'll do that as well. Sevchecks is open through the week from 7 to 6 and on Saturdays from 7 to 4. They have been doing this since 1972. Still family-owned, family-operated Sevchecks Service Center. 2200 Longmire, just out from the post office in College Station. You've worked hard to build and protect your estate throughout your lifetime. Enjoy the confidence that comes from working with a financial advisor who can help you preserve your financial legacy. As a Raymond James financial advisor, I can help you design a comprehensive plan suited to your family's future financial needs. Call me, David Decker, today at 693-7600. That's 693-7600, located in College Station. Raymond James Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC, life well planned. Keep your cattle in shape this winter by supplementing those nutrient gaps created by dormant forage. Producers offers a variety of cubes, easy-to-use protein tubs, and a large selection of performance-proven feeds to match all your cattle herd's needs. Everything cattle nutrition, we have it. 
all of it. Call the Feed Division's direct line for more information at 979-778-2864 or stop by and see us. We would like the opportunity to help. Listening to the zone on your smart speaker is easy. If Louie can do it, anyone, anyone can, can do, do it. it. Two simple steps, and you can hear Chip Howard Sports Talk, Tex Ags Radio, the Louie Bellina Show, or Aggie Football, Basketball, or Baseball on your smart speaker. Step one, and one time only needed, say enable Sony 1150 skill. Then anytime you want to hear your favorite host or teams, all you have to do is say play Zone 1150. Make sure to set it up and say enable Zone 1150 skill. And then listen in anytime just by saying play Zone 1150. I'm sorry, but you've come to the wrong house. Thanks for joining us on All Willie Wednesday. We're going to jump out to the Players Fun Center phone line, visit with Scott Clendenin, who is a regular here on a Wednesday, and the right person here to talk a little laggy baseball. We've got some other things to deal with, but let's talk a little laggy baseball with that opener. Scott, I have suggested that fans take a blanket to the game Friday? Well, Chip, I, I, I'm i not going to say that, that you're not right, but I'm pretty sure the temperature on Friday will be like 40 degrees warmer than the low yesterday. So I really don't know why the, the weather would even be a concern. So you're thinking it will feel really good by Friday compared it'll, to what we've be, had. It, It'll be like 40 degrees warmer than what we had yesterday. I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. Okay, so yesterday, uh, what did we get down to, seven? Oh, I I'm, I don't want to quantify exact numbers, Chip. That's I'm just what talking, I thought. You know, 40 degrees on top of a previous temperature is a heat wave. So we're looking um, at about for game time at 6.30 on Friday we're going to look around 32 to 33 degrees, probably. Uh, you know, unless unless the weather in Texas does what it just did this last week, I would think that you would probably be, be around that time. I know, I know weather on the fives is not your normal time. It's not. But, you know, if the high on Friday is 36 degrees, there'll probably be some of that that's come off. But the great thing is there's no place in College Station that has a different temperature than what the air temperature is, like Olson Field. You know, unfortunately, that's true. Um, that's not for the good, though. That's for the bad. So if we have an actual temperature of 33, the Olson Field temperature is going to be right around 15. Uh, you say it's not good? You know, if it was 100 degrees outside... You know, wind chill down 15 degrees would be wonderful. Yeah, again, it's all relative, and it's all how you approach it mentally. There's going to be a big, big mental game going on with the fans, I think, on Friday. Uh, I think the social distancing is going to be very interesting because you're going to be far apart yes. and as close together as the pair of tickets will allow those two people. Yes, uh, again, uh, and and that may not be a huge issue Friday, social distancing. Uh, it's still opening day. There's still the, 
people are going to show up and, and show Xavier that Southern College baseball, the fans will come out and, and watch some baseball on Friday. You know, I'm a little concerned that Xavier is going to feel right at home. They're probably going to be cold, Chip. Yeah, they probably are. <laughs> cold, cold is cold. You're right. Uh, yesterday was colder in Bryan College Station than Fairbanks, Alaska has been this year, Chip. So Yeah, that's not good. Uh, I didn't check Cincinnati. Actually, I'll I'll do that here in a minute and see see what uh, Cincinnati has looked like. But uh, yesterday, uh, uh, Rob named the uh, starting rotation, and I don't assume there were any surprises there. No, it was really was was uh, Jonathan Childers or Chris Weber going to be Sunday or Tuesday? So you know that's really not a surprise. Um, Childress has worked very, very hard this spring. He was terrific in bullpen action before uh, he even got to face live batters. Um, even though he is a 32-year-old freshman, I kid, but a freshman eligibility-wise, mm-hmm. um, you know, this is the draft year for him and the money year. So, uh, you know, he has really put in the work. Uh, and, and I think that, you know, that all of that being said, Dustin Signs is really the story to go from a guy that was a, you know, part-time starter the first two years into earning the two spot in the rotation and really being tremendous. It started with the Bombers this summer and has carried on in the fall and then here in the spring. And his move up the ladder that pushes Childress and Weber down one spot is is the big story and and, you know, See if he can if he can kind of do what Christian Roa did and really grab the bull by the horns in that two spot after not really being a full time weekend starter that would be a big move for for Dustin Signs in this Aggie baseball team. Um, how do you expect Trevor Werner to be used? Uh, he's going to start at third base. I think that uh, you know there was they were trying to see if he would be a guy that could two way and be a starting pitcher then a DH, then go play on the infield on a weekend series. Um, after, after you know, him and his personality, they kind of figured out that he's going to be better at the end of games. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be him and, and Nathan Detmer is the two guys that you're going to see the most at the end of games. But I think Alex Majors can, can factor back in there again. He's got a, a sidearm delivery and a little bit different thing. Uh, but that that high heat, that uh, 97, 98, 99 that we saw, uh, you know, him touch last year, I think that you know, one uh, for an inning, uh, he can bring velocity probably better than anybody on the team. Now, you know, you just heard those comments by Bryce Blom and Frizzell as well as Rob Childers talking about the fact of having flexibility. They've got to have flexibility that the defensive player they put at third base is going to be as good as Werner if they take him mm-hmm. uh, to the mound. Yeah. So that's going to that's going to be a big change right there as well because you know even if it's just one inning and then Werner goes back to being third base when they go to the closer if he's the setup guy in the eighth that's a that's a big deal on a team that thinks they're going to be much improved defensively is at the end of the game in the eighth and ninth inning, you have got to have third baseman and Sartori, Schmidt, Boast that can that can step in there and be as good as Warner is defensively because he is very, very good 
and I think it was a, per, uh, a D1 baseball had Warner as the strongest infield arm in the SEC, and that's some pretty high cotton considering mm. arms that infielders in the SEC will feature. By the way, Friday afternoon at 5 o'clock in Cincinnati will be 26 degrees and it will feel like 17 degrees. See, they're going to get down here in this heat wave and not know what to do with themselves. They they might fall out for all the heat down here. Are they? I just want to know, are they going to be like the maroon goons who, who would not wear undershirts? You had to be, you know, short-sleeved? Uh, are you talking about anyone? a offensive lineman? Yeah. No, the A&M's offensive lineman. No, no, lineman. I, I, no think... I know what, what you're talking referring to there. I, I was wondering if you were thinking that either A&M and or Xavier would go uh, without the under Only Xavier. Only Xavier. They're a cold weather team. Only Xavier. Okay. So <laughs> uh, I just want everybody to – I hope they keep moving, you know, in the dugout between innings. That's the main thing. Yes. Uh, yes. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Scott Clendenin is with us on this Wednesday. This portion of the show is brought to you by Elms Orthodontics and Oscar and Sons. A smile goes a long way towards having a great day. Dr. Elms makes smiles easier with orthodontics for patients of all ages. Invest in the gift of a smile for yourself or your children and see how it can open doors to a happier, healthier you. Imagine changing your life for the better with a simple smile using the latest advanced techniques from Dr. Troy Elms. DrElms.com Welcome to the world of virtual appraisals at Oscar & Sons Body Shop. Their doors are open for you as well as their new web portal to conduct business. Go to OscarAndSons.com. Follow the directions to seek an estimate, scan a photo of your vehicle, or find out what services Oscar & Sons offers. They're even taking necessary steps to ensure the health and safety of their customers and employees. They even sanitize your car before and after service. For foreign and domestic frame and body repair, paintless dent repair, computerized color matching, and lifetime warranty, choose Oscar & Sons Body Shop. Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday. We are joined on the Players Fund Center phone line by Scott Clendenin. Are you going to be in the broadcast booth this weekend, Scott? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll work. Uh, I'll work uh, game one and game three, and uh, Andrew and Will will be working game two to be determined. I mean, basketball is going to factor in there as well. So I could be. I could be in in the booth all three games. And I will tell you, at some point in time, the windows will be open in the uh, in the home radio booth. At some point, you're saying? I, at some point. Okay. Um, to, uh, Friday afternoon, we've got Miami at Florida kind of kicking things off. Yeah, and then uh, also the uh, big tournament up in uh, in Dallas and Arlington. Yeah, and they they push that back a day, so they're not starting until Saturday. Oh, uh, and I, I had said earlier. Uh, so a place with a roof will not play baseball. I, well, we're I, gonna play I think it has to do. Up. I think it has to do with 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 people and teams getting there. I, I think they're still concerned about that. If you'll I recall, mean, I, and I, and I mentioned this in the first hour. You have been down to Minute Maid with some of those Minute Maid classics, and 
there have been some cool evenings in February down there indoors, have there not? Yeah, because there's no heat, and I doubt they put heat. That's what I was surmising earlier. I don't think that maybe this new ballpark is heated. Do you? I would because it is an exact duplicate, except for an ugly barn out exterior. It's exactly the same as Bluebell. I mean, as as Minimate, so they're not going to have heat. Yeah, it's going to be a little chilly indoors. I would suspect. Yeah, and if in considering how the wind blows there, you know, how's it going to be oriented? Because uh, the flags move on occasion at Minute Maid. <laughs> indoors. Indoors. Nice, nice. Uh, I I would think that the flags will move a little bit at Bluebell over the weekend. Yeah, I, I you know, I'm now you're going to make me actually like look at the weather. Well, I, I don't I, even I, know. I, I'm thinking that it's not going to be a hitter's weekend. Oh, Chip. Winds from the southeast. On Sunday? On on Friday at 5. Uh, winds from, uh, let's see here, it doesn't have the winds on uh, Saturday and Sunday in my little handy-dandy forecast, but a southeast wind on Friday. So the building's going to block all We shouldn't have even had any conversation about the weather. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I've got to verify this because I've got mine. Mine says north-northwest from 5 to 10 miles an hour on Friday. You need you need a different... Uh... Mostly clear, lows around 16. Oh, Friday, Friday around... night, you're right. South-southeast uh, uh, from 4 miles an hour. So the winds probably will not be... It doesn't look like a huge factor throughout the weekend. I think 95-mile-an-hour-plus fastballs against... Uh, bats will be more of a factor, yeah. And I may have to keep a I may have to keep a tick mark on the number of times I see people's hands after they foul a ball off. Kind of, yeah, yeah. You don't <laughs> want to be fouling balls off in weather like this. No, no. You want to hit it sweet. <clears throat> um, what do we know about Xavier? A uh, pretty good ball club last year uh, at, at Big East. They do bring back uh, two guys from their rotation and a third guy that had been injured. Uh, so I think that, uh, you know, they're, they're coming down here a lot, a lot like most teams this year where they're going to have uh, a veteran ball club and they're going to be able to, you know, bring out some guys that, that have, you know, some game experience. Now they did lose a couple of their better hitters. Uh, they uh, only hit 191 as a team last year, but they were getting it done on the pitching side. And you know they were in the, they had a good RPI because of some of the teams they had played, but they end, they were five and ten uh, for a reason when when the season ended. But uh, you know one of those guys that's coming back was two and two had two of their five you know victories and and had a two point three one ERA. So I think that they're going to show up and pitch a little bit. And you know with the way the weather is, I, I would be surprised that before Sunday. Uh, you really had a lot of offense in, in those first two games. Um, so just to be clear, the, the first game, as we've mentioned, is scheduled for 6.30 Friday. The afternoon game is a 2 o'clock, and the Sunday is the noon game on Sunday, correct? Yes, yes. <clears throat> so right. they did have, yes, and they had three guys named Big East, uh, the all-Big East preseason team. That, okay. Uh, those two pitchers. 
and uh, and their and their catcher. So uh, you know, I, I think that you know you got some you get your catcher back with some experienced uh, uh, guys, and and uh, you know that that'll help them. Uh, you know, kind of come down here and and that uh, pitcher that came back that was two and two last year's a lefty. So you know, some strange strange things happen when you get a guy with up from the left hand side that can actually bring it, and that's what the Aggies are hoping with uh, signs and Childers two thirds of the weekend rotation. And that's the crazy thing is, Chip, we haven't even talked about this. This will be the first time in three years that a everyday starter for the Aggies uh, Friday night won't be a left hander. Ah, oh, you're because, right. Yeah, because you you've had uh, you know uh, uh, you know three years in a, in a row, Doc Sackis, uh Killer, and then Asa Lacey. Yep. You know where Roa kind of broke that up on on you know on on Saturdays last year, but for two years you had three lefties: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Now last year it was Friday, uh, Saturday right-hander, and then left-hander on Sunday. So still. A&M with more left-handed pitching than, than a lot of big league clubs to start uh, start for them. And then um, before we visit again, they will ha- they are scheduled to play Abilene Christian on Tuesday night at home as well. Yes, and then uh, and then you know, Tarl- be, Tarleton on Wednesday. Yeah, I'll be talking to you Wednesday from the ballpark. So uh, and hopefully Abilene. it'll be well, it'll be up in the eighties by then. Oh, Chip, you 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 know that. Uh, uh, I guess it, they've moved the forecast back a little bit, but it was going to be two uh, yesterday and 72 next week. So a 70-degree change in seven calendar days for the temperatures in Bryan College Station. Uh, normally I would say that's a good thing that that would thaw the pipes out, but I'm not sure that's such a good thing right now. It uh, may not be, but uh, you know, once again, going with the early season, a uh, couple games in midweek, um, you know, Tar- Adeline Christian and Tarleton before, uh, you know, the Round Rock Classic. That's going to be a big tournament uh, next weekend with Baylor, Oklahoma, and Auburn in a non-conference game. Yep. Uh, and, again, that is uh, next Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And the Aggies are scheduled to play 6 o'clock games on Friday and Saturday and then the first game at 11 a.m. on Sunday. We'll We'll talk more about that next week. I want to go back just briefly with a few minutes we have with uh, – Miami and Florida, Scott, uh, Florida, uh, the number one team going in, and Miami. What do you What do you know about the Hurricanes this year? Well, Chip, I, I did a big long thing, uh, you know, basically for my research on who everybody that was coming back. Uh, Miami last year, uh, twelve and four. Their non conference RPI, I mean, non conference strength of schedule was mm-hmm. eleven. Yes. Now it dropped down to four because. The ACC actually got to play one weekend of conference play. Okay, they kind of moved all their their you know their strength of schedules up when they play, just like the uh, the SEC does. Mm-hmm. So Florida, that twelve and four was a pretty legit uh, twelve and four. Uh, Florida was sixteen and one. They were uh, they had the thirty first uh, strength of schedule in the country and were number two in the RPI behind UCLA, who had the number one strength of schedule. Uh, Florida's bringing back all three weekend starters and a majority of their team. Miami, on the other hand, took some big uh, losses in the draft, like A&M, like Georgia. They actually just found five-round draft, and then some free agency really zapped them a little bit. Uh, but they have one of the top two recruiting classes in the country coming in. Yep. 
you know, that's going to be a huge match between those two teams. It always is, just like Florida-Florida State, Miami versus yep. Florida State when they play ACC games. So, you know, I, I would watch that one because this Florida team getting all three weekend starters, uh, pretty unprecedented when they all three could have been drafted. I mean, where would A&M be sitting right now if they'd been able to get Lacey, uh, right. Asa Lacey and Christian Rowe back? Right. And that's kind of what Florida is in right now. Uh, UCLA number two, uh, they got two-thirds of their weekend rotation back. That shortstop uh, came back who was so very, very good. They lost the center fielder that A&M got to see last year. So one and two are pretty locked in. After that, Texas Tech, Vandy, Louisville, the next best How about all this? Well, Ole Miss strength of schedule was 48. Okay. With, and RPI was four. You know, that's pretty good. Arkansas had 37 in strength of schedule. The chip, some of these teams, you just don't know who they even saw last year. Yes. Uh, Texas strength of schedule ended up being 90, 91st, and they still didn't hit. Yeah. So, you know, and then you, you look at, uh, you know, a, a team like South Carolina in the SEC and Tennessee, two teams that people are thinking may push to be regional hosts. South Carolina last year, their strength of schedule was 197. Tennessee's strength of schedule, 247. What about Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt, it was down low for what you normally expect for Vandy. Vandy was at at uh, 86. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I trust the talent of, of Vandy a little bit more than I trust the talent at, at Tennessee and South Carolina yes. right now. yep. Uh, because I, I look at LSU, LSU twelve and five, but their strength of schedule is twenty eight. Those five losses, some of those happened down at Minute Maid, some close, hard fought games that no hitter against them by Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I think that I know a little bit more about them or than a UC Santa Barbara that was thirteen and two and their strength of schedule was one hundred five. Uh, by comparison, Texas A and M fifteen and three, thirteen RPI strength of schedule last year at forty six. I, I think the numbers offensively A and put up there were legitimate uh, more than some of the other teams, and, even and in the league. We'll the get state. a pretty good look at Mississippi State this weekend playing in that tournament. Uh, you know, TCU has been down a little bit. They don't have anybody on the preseason All Big Twelve team, but but everybody's back, Chip. I, I, traditionally, they've obviously been pretty good. Uh, yes. Texas Tech, as you mentioned, Scott, uh, top five to top seven team. They play them, and they'll also play Texas. So we'll we'll get a a pretty good feel for Mississippi State this weekend. Yeah, it, it's this a, that's a pretty big tournament. The the SEC straight up against the Big Twelve. Uh-huh. But you mentioned TCU; they return more uh, fifth year seniors because of COVID than any team in the country. Last year, eleven and four, RPI fifteen, strength of schedule at twenty four. I think they're a little more battle tested than Texas Tech and, and TCU. And Texas Tech lost Hunter Dobbins, one of their yep. top three guys that could have been. Uh, he might have been their number one starter this year. Had Tommy John in the last two weeks and out for the year, so that's going to affect Texas Tech in a big way. All right, we're uh, we'll take a break to the top of the hour. Scott will be back with us on the other side. I've got more topics. And we will visit with him then. David Gardner's Jewelers uh, suggest that buying an expensive piece of jewelry will improve your attitude during this really cold, dank weather. Actually, that's my suggestion, but I know David was would uh, heartily agree with that. Um, you can give them a call at 268-0800, 268-0800. 
Uh, for those of you who, who say to yourselves, uh, well, Valentine's is no big deal at our house, and then you don't understand why she hasn't talked to you for four days, maybe you should call David or go online at davidgardnersjewelers.com, davidgardnersjewelers.com. See what he's got going, because David is always creating. He always has new things in the case to show you. Um, And, you know, they're always going to take care of you. And if you don't know what you're looking for, believe me, he's got people that can help you out. He's a Hall of Famer for a reason. David Gardner's Jewelers, 911 University Drive in front of audio video. Mayhem is everywhere. I'm your unstable ceiling fan. If you push my button one more time, I'm going to lose my blades. And if you got sold the wrong home insurance, the cost of fixing these windows could leave your head spinning. So get Allstate. For a free quote, call Class of 82 BCS Allstate agent Jerry Anderson at 764-0015. That's 764-0015. If your car or truck has suffered hail damage, there's one local business that for over 25 years has specialized in taking out the dings and dents. Dent Magic. Dent Magic, 1606 Texas Avenue, next door to AutoZone in Bryan, is locally owned and operated by David Borski. Don't be fooled by out-of-town pop-up businesses. Call Dent Magic at 361-DENT. That's 361-DENT. There's only one Dent Magic. How about saying goodbye to 2020? We've had enough of it. Make 2021 the year you cut your mowing time in half. Hi, this is David Hogan inviting you to stop by Kyrish Truck Center and check out our zero-turn rider mowers from Hustler, Ferris, and Cub Cadet. It's not mowing season, but it will be before you know it. So come by now and save some money. I'll make you a great deal on our zero-turn rider mowers. We'll make mowing as close to fun as it gets. Kyrish Truck Center, Highway 21, half a mile east of the bypass in Bryan. All right, uh, that's the first hour. We will be back with some breaking news after uh, Bill Oliver's local news at the top of the hour on Sports Radio 1150 AM 93.7 FM, KZ&E College Station, Bryan, Texas. It's where you're happy, just any house will do, and I'll feel at home as long as you're with me. This room could not hold me for one short minute If you weren't here with me, I'd soon be gone That chair is just a chair when you're not in it It takes more than rooms Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 